your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. the Thursday, June 10th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from pantherparkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. You can follow the show account at L-O underscore F-L-A Panthers. You can also follow the national show, Locked On NHL, anywhere you listen to podcasts and their Twitter page, at Locked On NHL Pods. And don't forget the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. And today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sportsbook that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash locked on for 300% back on your first play. That is stathero.com slash locked on. So now that we've had 24 to 48 hours to process the news of former 12th overall pick Anton Lundell from the 2020 NHL entry draft of signing his ELC officially, Anton Lundell did speak to the South Florida media yesterday talking about him signing his ELC and and in the Zoom call Anton Lundell is already wearing a Florida Panthers polo along with the Florida Panthers jersey in the background so Anton Lundell seems ready to make his way over here to the U.S. And he said that he spoke to Roberto Luongo at the World Championships, and he's already spoken to Bill Zito and Alexander Barkov, and that the when it came the question of when is Anton Lundell going to arrive in South Florida, He said that he is going to arrive sometime around August. And he said, quote, it's always been a dream to play in the NHL. And now I'm one step closer, close quote. And during his time in Liga, that's really this, like I talked about in previous podcasts, that's really some of the closest play that he'll get to the NHL and world championships compared to the world juniors. You're playing against more NHL talent there over what he did in World Juniors. And with scoring seven points in 10 games for Team Finland, just that alone shows that he was ready to sign his ELC and eventually make his way here. Lundell talked more a little bit about the World Championships, and he said, quote, It showed everyone that I could play on a good level every game. It's my goal to help my team win games. We won a lot of games, 
and close quote. And Lindell's play is a big reason of why he's been able to win everywhere he's gone in his young hockey career. And when talking about coming over, Lundell spoke, quote, I'm looking forward to coming over and making an impact on the team, trying to battle for the spot on the roster. My dream has always been to play in the NHL. I'm really excited to see what I can do, close quote. And I firmly believe that Anton Lundell is possibly could just skip the AHL and start game one of 82, assuming that we get a regular 82 game scheduled next year, that he's going to be starting off as the third line center, just like what I spoke about earlier this week. And regardless of a re-signing of Wenberg, I think he has a huge chance to make this roster. And with Lundell coming over and him talking to Alexander Barkov, I want to go back to what he said about talking to Alexander Barkov. And I think this is something very important. Number one, the fact that they spoke already. I mean, sure, they're both from Finland, but let's think about this. Sasha Barkov is the captain, but Sasha Barkov is going into a contract here next season. Could an extension be done before training camp even begins? Sure. And we're hoping, God, Florida Panther fans are hoping that they can get this done by training camp. But the fact that they're talking and Barkov was, as you could predict, welcoming to the youngster, the 19-year-old. It gives me a really good feeling that Alexander Barkov could possibly be signing that extension next this offseason. And we don't have to go into next year wondering what is going to be the status of Barkov. And let's not forget that in the beginning of the season, the 2020-2021 season, that a lot of, not a lot of teams, some teams were starting to call Bill Zito asking him what his asking price for Alexander Barkov is. I mean, as a general manager, you're doing your job by taking the phone call, but it doesn't mean you need to lay out an offer. Let, let's not get that twisted. And a lot of times players can get offended regardless of the sport. The fact that general managers take calls on players, but they're just doing their job. So I ask you as fans, if you hear that general managers are taking calls for certain players, don't get offended by it. They're just doing what is their due diligence. But Bill Zito hasn't done anything, so give him credit for that. And from what we hear Bill Zito talk about publicly, as, as far as 
what we heard last week, there seems to be a good feeling in the building that an extension is going to get done. Hey, it helps that the Florida Panthers were second in the Central Division this year, though they were a first-round exit still looking for that first playoff win since the 2016 season. There was progress. Everybody saw it. The, the people from the outside of the Florida Panthers landscape, the fans, the media members, all saw that this was a year of progress. And I know I talked about a few weeks ago about is this enough to lure Alexander Barkov here long term, but it's more than just the record on the ice. It's the relationships that are made between coach, GM, teammates, etc. And that is really what also it comes down to, not just the record. The record helps. And hey, the Florida Panthers were very successful this season. So that could be the, hopefully, the icing on the cake. And speaking of Alexander Barkov, Alexander Barkov donated quite a big chunk of money today for every goal and assists that Alexander Barkov scored this season. He was going to donate $1,600 for every goal and $800, half of that, for every assist to the Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. And this is now Alexander Barkov's second straight season doing this for the Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. This year was a check for $73,600. And in the last two seasons, Alexander Barkov has donated $143,000 to the hospital. So stick taps to you, Captain Sasha Barkov. And Barkov also connects well to this community as well with what he's doing here. So Sasha Barkov seems to like it here. And again, based on relationships with Q, Bill Zito, reaching out to Anton Lundell, it seems as if Sasha Barkov, at least right now, if I were to predict, he is going to be here to stay. In the next segment, we're going to give you an ECHL update. Yes, you heard that correctly. ECHL update from the Florida Panthers affiliate. Greenville Swamp Rabbits. You've been listening to Locked On Panthers. Do you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. That hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you all their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. You're in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it is meant to be. One on one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on sign up for free and right now you can get three times back on your first play they're giving you 300 percent match that's unheard of go to stathero.com slash locked on 
That is stathero.com slash locked on. Stocks, memes, rocket ships. Day trading could be a lot of fun, but if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor, and if you're doing it long, team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront can make it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first 5,000 bands for free by going to wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. Get your first 5,000 managed for free for life. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. So one thing I haven't really spoken about this season, ever since taking over the podcast of Locked On Panthers, is I haven't really given any farm updates as far as the ECHL. So for those of you listening who don't know, the Florida Panthers is East Coast Hockey League affiliate is the Greenville Swamp Rabbits in Greenville, North Carolina. So they played this season, and the Swamp Rabbits are in the first round of the Kelly Cup playoffs, where the Florida Panthers ECHL affiliate has six prospects who will be participating in the Kelly Cup playoffs. And those are Ryan Bednard, who is a seventh-round pick in the 2015 NHL entry draft. And it's funny because we talked about the embarrassment of riches in goalie with, you know, we've talked about Sergey Borovsky, we've talked about Chris Drieger, we've talked about Spencer Knight, we've talked about Sam Montebo, we've talked about Devin Levi. But a name I haven't really mentioned at all this season was Ryan Bednard. And this guy, this season for Greenville, he was able to pose a 2.43 goals against average with a save percentage of 917 for being a seventh round pick out of Bowling Green State University. And He's been with the Panthers. He was there when they were in Springfield with the Thunderbirds in the AHL, played eight games there, then going to Greenville Swamp Rabbits as of last year starting, and didn't have the best start in Greenville last year, playing 24 games, a 2.99 GAA, and a 9.08 save percentage, but has really turned it around this season. Another prospect to watch is Ben Finkelstein. Another seventh round pick from the 2016 NHL entry draft. And despite missing 29 games this year for Finkelstein, he was able to record 
11 goals and 29 assists, averaging almost a point per game. 0.21 points per game, actually. And what and as a defenseman, too, one of the best considered one of the best blue liners in the ECHL and got rookie of the month in May after racking up 15 points in the month of May and a 12 game point streak there. There's another one is Greg Miralis, and he was a sixth round pick from the 2019 NHL entry draft and got. 24 points in 31 games for the Swamp Rabbits, and he was the rookie of the month in January. So multiple times that Panthers ECHL affiliated players prospect were named rookie of the month just this year. There's Matt Wedman, another seventh round pick from the 2019 NHL entry draft. Wedman appeared in 34 games and notching. Eight points for the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. There's also Patrick Bojkov. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And he signed a three-year entry-level contract in 2018 after going undrafted in the WHL. And he finished fourth with from the Swamp Rabbits in scoring with 39 points in 53 games. And Alec Rohlhauser and a teammate of Ryan Bednard from his days in Bowling Green, and he is on a one-year entry-level contract with the Panthers after going undrafted in the 2020 NHL entry draft. In 49 games, he had a plus-minus of plus 13 while manning the blue line for Greenville. So how... There is one game down for the Greenville Swamp Rabbits as on Tuesday, Greenville defeated the Indy Fuel by a final score of 2 to nothing. None of the scores for the Greenville Swamp Rabbits were from Florida Panthers players of draft rights, but Ryan Bednard did sport a 37-save Shut out for the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. So, stick taps to Ryan Bednar for carrying Greenville to that 2 nothing win in Game 1 of their Kelly Cup playoffs against the Indy Fuel. And Game 2, because this recording is coming out on June 10th, is tonight against the Indy Fuel at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the next segment... With the Montreal Canadiens representing the North Division in the Stanley Cup semifinal, is it possible that the Montreal Canadiens are Canada's team the rest of the way? And why is that even a question that I'm posing? Stay tuned in to this episode of Locked on Panthers. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do. 
RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are, are reliably low and are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com So a few days ago on June 8th, just casually checking my phone, Twitter, and I saw in the Locked On NHL post chat, Ian McLaren of Locked On Boston Bruins posted shared a tweet in the chat of the CN Tower, which is the icon of the city of Toronto and one of the few icons you think about when you think of Canada in general, maybe first or second behind Niagara Falls. So either one or, or, one or two. So the tweet was that the colors of the CN Tower were going to light red, white, and blue representing the Montreal Canadiens, who will represent the hope for Canada to win the Stanley Cup. And, sure, Canada it hasn't won a Stanley Cup. No Canadian team has won a Stanley Cup since 1993 when the Montreal Canadiens won that year. And Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, according to Pierre Lebrun of The Athletic, is a Habs fan. So maybe this was something handed down from Trudeau. But this is just hilarious and super freaking tone deaf and hilarious all at the same time that Montreal, who came back from a 3-1 series lead against Toronto, which continues to be a running joke around the NHL landscape because, I mean, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. When, when they go down, it's like a party for the rest of the NHL. It, for those listening who think of it as like the Dallas Cowboys, in, but the NHL version of the Dallas Cowboys. Think about it like that. So when they lose, a lot of people are like happy and excited to see them fail. So, but the hilarious thing is... The CN Tower, if you've never been to Toronto, I've been to Toronto once. I went back in 2011. The CN Tower is not even a mile away from Scotiabank Arena where the Toronto Maple Leafs play. And it is just a big middle finger to the Toronto Maple Leafs fan base, the, the loyal fan base that's there in Toronto that's still in huge pain suffering this 3-1 to one series loss against the Montreal Canadiens. And they're lighting up the CN Tower in Montreal colors. That doesn't make sense. And that's really friggin' toned up. But again, hilarious. Think about it. 
in American terms. You know the Empire State Building. It lights up colors for certain events. Let's say the New York Rangers were to lose to the Boston Bruins. Do you think that the Empire State Building would light up yellow, black, and white for Boston Bruin colors? Hell no. No way in hell. So why is the CN Tower doing Montreal Canadian colors? I get it. Only seven teams in Canada. They're representing a whole division. They had their... Because of the travel restrictions that Canada had between cross-borders, they had to have their own division this year, as you guys know. I don't need to explain that to you. But it's like a sense of pride for the country, which I get as well. But you're doing that in your biggest rival's city. That is the most hilarious thing of it all. And it just... Come on, Trudeau. If that was sent from Justin Trudeau, come on. It's a little tone deaf. But as far as the Canadians, I got nothing against them. I actually hope that they go even further than what, where they already are. Because especially if they play Vegas, I would love to see Montreal beat Vegas. Even though I highly doubt that they will overcome that obstacle. But... <laughs> I just can't help but think it's of how funny it is. And do Canadian fans actually root for the other Canadian teams? No. They they actually don't. Toronto doesn't root for Montreal. Vancouver doesn't root for Calgary. Calgary doesn't root for Edmonton. Edmonton doesn't root for Calgary. And something that going back to Pierre Lebrun of The Athletic, something he talked about on The Athletic Hockey Show yesterday was that the only possible team that Canada could possibly get behind if they were to represent the North or not even just the North division in general in a regular year, the team, if they were to make it to the Stanley Cup final would be the Winnipeg Jets because he talks about how the Winnipeg Jets, how they lost their team to Arizona at the time to become the Arizona Coyotes at the time, sorry, Phoenix Coyotes, and then Arizona Coyotes. And then they got their team back from the time that they were the Atlanta Thrashers and then moved to Winnipeg. And and funny enough, Atlanta on two different occasions has gone from Atlanta to Canada. First time being the Atlanta Flames becoming the Calgary Flames. And then this 10 years ago was the Atlanta Thrashers to the Winnipeg Jets. But the Winnipeg Jets are possibly the only team that Canadian fans could get behind because they lost the team, they gained it back, and it of all the Canadian teams, if I had to guess, that's probably the smallest market of them all. And so it's that city in general is really hard to hate because you feel for that fan base. So that is possibly the only one that could, keyword, could be cheered on by the other Canadian hockey fan bases. I mean, I mean, here in the U.S., we unfortunately have SEC fans rooting for other SEC football teams whenever they make it far, which honestly does not make sense to me. But it doesn't work that way north of the border. 
according to Pierre Lebrun. I apologize for that long rant. I know it's not Florida Panthers related, but it is National Hockey League related. So we talk about this is Panthers centric, but we do talk about here and there things outside of the Florida Panthers, just so you guys know. But if you guys want to listen to more coverage of the NHL outside of the Florida Panthers, you could subscribe to Locked On NHL anywhere you listen to podcasts, along with subscribing to this show of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, where they will give you an even better insight of the NHL landscape versus me, which is my job just to cover the Panthers. So make sure to subscribe to my show along with those other shows. And when you're done listening to this episode of the Locked On Panthers podcast, make sure you tell your smart device to play today's episode of Locked On Today. Get all the sports news you need in another 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Sorry, Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Oh,